Ah, greetings and salutations. It is time for the Hard Rock Lunchbox and, of course, the Top 20. I'm sorry. It is a beautiful, beautiful October 12th. The year is 2023, and that seems high to me. (laughs) And yet, here we are. I'm sorry I look like trash. Uh, Actually, I look like trash because I'm actually just still in the same outfit. I just went for a walk uh, earlier in. There is a lot to be said for casual day in one's own office. I was going to change for the show, but like... I was ready for it to be a lot cooler and colder than it actually is. I got my Snoopy shirt already, which is not a long sleeve, but a sleeve shirt. And I'm like, I'm still sweating from the walk, bro. So I'm just going to go, I'm going to go like I was working out. So imagine me like I'm in, I'm that dude that is now wearing all of his workout gear, but he's not working out. That's that's Although I did what I consider to be one of the most baller moves I've ever done in my physical health career uh, just the other day. Yeah, today is Thursday, so I guess I did this on on Tuesday. Uh, I've told you, like, I've, I, I, I know no one cares and no one asks, but, like, I am trying to be somewhat inspiring with my uh, physical journey and my, my, like, just, I, like, I've always been tried to do with, like, my mental health journeys. I try and do it with my physical health journeys. Uh, and I'm not somebody, like, that's like bragging like I don't think anybody that's ever watched the box has been like yo do you remember that time DJ was just flexing the whole time and talking about how great he looked because that's just not a wheel in my wheelhouse so what I do is I just talk about things that I'm currently doing and sometimes they just ring true for some people um but like uh I've been saying for about the past two months like I've been doing a lot of walking and I am super super enjoying it I will say the needle on the scale I'll say it's moving but like, I don't even know how to really describe it. Although maybe people that are having weight problems will understand this. Like I can fluctuate, I can fluctuate 10 pounds in a week, like super easy. Like I'm a, I'm a big dude. Like I'm six one. I'm definitely North of 200 pounds. So it's like, it's not that big of a deal as a percentage goes like 10 pounds, you know, at, if, if I were 200, which I'm not 200 would be great. But if I were 200, what is 10 pounds? That's five percent right so um it's not a huge amount but like over the course of a week like you do that so like i like i my scale numbers are like like that and you know some days it's depressing and some days it's like that's awesome like so you gotta you gotta really take the average over what do they say like over a seven day period you take your average and that's how you get your curve so my curve for the first time in a long time is definitely got a negative in the quadratic equation if any math nerds out there are paying attention so that's good but the main value that I, there's there's I guess they're related so maybe maybe it's the same main value but the two things that I really get out of it are um, well here's everything I get out of it and then we can count it up later if you're cool doing that so one of the things I do uh, I use it very much as an opportunity to listen to stuff that I've been trying to listen to. Um, I think I've been saying, like, I've been listening to a lot of comedian-based podcasts. They aren't just, like, comedians. They are comedians doing actual interviews with real people. Sometimes there are other comedians. Sometimes there's not. Like, uh, the Theo Vaughn last weekend with Theo Vaughn has Anthony Jeselnik on it. This week, like, I cannot wait to listen to that because the clip I did see... Uh, you know, Theo was incorrectly using a pyramid scheme, and Jeselnik was like, 
you know what a pyramid scheme is, do you? Like, and it's like, I love that kind of stuff. So I love when comedians talk shop. I feel like the, the when comedians talk shop is very much the interest that was generated whenever, like, I would have, like, Jimmy or Mike Uriani in here, and it's two musicians talking shop, like, that kind of stuff to other people, like, this is interesting to me, so uh, I do like that, but I've been listening to a lot of other stuff that's information-based, like, some of it is, like, I want to know these things, I, I listened to, I talked for a while about the Theo uh, Vaughn podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson, that, that son of a bitch was, like, two and a half hours long, that took me almost a week to get through. Like, maybe even over a week to get through. But that's how, like, I find, I find Tyson, like, super interesting. So, like, I, I like listening to some of that stuff. Especially, you know. Anyway, i not a sponsor. And that's cool. Um, but so there's that. Like, I'm getting some actual, like, I'm, I was going to say, like, some food for thought. But I guess that's actually, I, I'm getting... I'm getting, I'm getting to nourish my brain and and like kind of like listen to other things and and it's good because for a long time I was really about like you know current events and the you know geopolitical stuff that's going on like I'm still pretty well versed in that but I do turn it off a lot I mean you see it like whenever something bubbles up enough here like I'll just spend my entire 20 minutes like I could be talking about the Israel Hamas thing or the way former President Trump referred to it as hummus, which I was like, way to get a good grasp on like one of the world's largest threats and you can't even get their name right. I mean, it wasn't even as bad as like when George H.W. Uh, Bush, the George the former, we used to refer to Saddam, Saddam Hussein as Saddam. We're going to get Saddam. Like, I felt like that was disrespectful with a purpose, and I'm all for that. Like, if you're going to do that, like, do that. It was funny, but Trump is not trying to call them hummus to be funny. Like, he's also not funny. Like, he very he very rarely, ter- very rarely tells a funny joke for someone that is often a funny joke. By the way, if you're not following the Trump broadcast, I just heard this tidbit of information the other day. So... What he's talking about, boy, am I all over the place. I promise to bring it back, but what, this, was, this was the funniest thing. So uh, one of the things he's guilty of is basically lying to banks about his properties so he could get better rates and get more. Whoa, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, wait, microphone, hold on. Is anybody seeing this bruise? Like, God. Woo, what is that? Huh. Somebody manhandled me, and I didn't even get a mint left on my pillow. What is that? <laughs> I don't know how many people go through their day and, like, just catch an image of themselves, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> like, I used to do that at the gym where I would, like, turn the corner to go downstairs, and it's just the most unflattering angle for anybody with a belly. And it's like, dude, I just worked out for an hour. It's like, whoo, now, like, I'm Big Hero 6 all of a sudden. That's but anyway, so Trump was one of the things he was already ruled against that he has been lying to banks and insurance companies, overinflating like the values of his property. Which, you know, I mean, you can make an argument like, yeah, it's worth thirty million or it's worth four million and stuff like that. But what they were saying on the on the news from the documents released in the case, and I may have these numbers right, but the, may have these numbers wrong, but the gist is correct. He said his penthouse at Trump Tower. In, I think it was 2004. He he filed it and he said it was you know 11,000 square feet, which is super impressive for a midtown penthouse, right? Like that's that's big. Like that's probably bigger than my house. Uh, so what he was filing lately is that it's 30,000 square feet, which without any physical renovation. And I don't know what you know about space, time, and mathematics, but like you can't do that unless you're lying. So I think that's the part that the judge summarily 
like ruled against him because it really wasn't up for debate. Like you did this, nothing has changed, and then you said that. Like it's just a lie. <laughs> and so, anyway, I thought that was funny. So, so I, I'm not doing any politics um, specifically. I talk about that, but he, he did refer to like Hamas as Hamas, and I'm like, it's not the same man. You don't even have the charisma of George Herbert Walker Bush. Like, how sad are you? Anyway, so I haven't been listening to a lot of politics. So I've been, uh, but, but I've been doing doing these walks. So there's a couple things. So right, so I'm getting to listen. So I'm like kind of fueling, you know, like my headspace with some of these things that I really want to do. They're pleasurable things. They're they're feel good things. They're information. I'm learning something. I'm always laughing at something. Like it just, I could I could not recommend the Theo Vaughn podcast. The Two Bears podcast. Uh, there's a couple others, but those two are the ones that I listen to the most. And then I usually will listen to uh, Bacon is my podcast, Discussions and Drinks, uh, because I like that one better. And it was funny. I was I was filling in for Jimmy for this past Friday's interview with uh, with uh, Shalit from uh, Deshell, and you know Mike and I were like talking afterwards. And I was saying, like, how much better I like discussions and drinks, because as interesting as some of the guests are, a lot of them I'm totally not interested in. I'm more interested in the musical guests than certainly comic book or wrestling or anything, because that's just not my thing, and that's fine. Uh, but, like, sometimes I'm interested in the guests, like, uh, but I said I like discussions and drinks better because you two are, like, two of my best friends, so it's like I'm hanging out with you, so, like, it's I enjoy that the most. So I usually get to listen to that. Sometimes I even get to listen to my own top 20. And now, people think that's kind of odd, but I want to point out that none of this is scripted. I know that's a shocker to everybody that listens every week. There is literally no script. Like, sometimes I come in with homework, but, like, sometimes I don't. Like, today is a good example. I don't even have homework. I do have the housekeeping. I'll get to that in just a second. But I don't often know what I have just said. And that should really come as a shock to nobody. Like, I do hear it kind of like when I go through it, when I post it, but mm, I don't even remember to listen to all of that. So sometimes it's good to listen to, especially if there's something else I want to talk about. So so I get to listen to those podcasts. It's good. What I've been able to do, like, during the, the late summer and the early fall is I, like, literally walk and I'll have my face up, like, trying to get sun on my face. And as funny as it is for me to be getting some D in, ah, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, vitamin D is super, super important, and those of us in the you know in the northern parts or super southern parts of uh, the, whatever hemisphere we're in, like the ability to get to produce vitamin D is very heavily dependent on your sun exposure. And you know there comes a point where like no amount of your sun exposure is going to do anything. The sun's too far, as our axis tilts. But like I'm willing to give it a shot. So kind of just feeling the warmth of the sun on your face, it feels like a very evolutionary thing. Like, it just kind of makes you happier. And psychologists will tell you that. Like, like if you are suffering from depression, especially seasonal affective disorder, which I think, yeah, every single person I know is suffering from, it's probably a good idea to get out, just look up at the sun, close your eyes, don't. Don't burn your don't burn your eyeballs out. That's crazy. Wait, is it? Oh, sorry. I thought I thought the bruise had just moved to the other side. Sorry, sorry about that. Hold on. Um, but feeling the the warmth of the sun in your face. In fact, one of the things uh, they'll tell you, Tim um, Huberman. That's his name. Doctor John Huberman. Somebody Huberman. Why am I drawing a blank? I think it's Tim Huberman, or maybe it's Tim Ferriss. Doesn't matter. Huberman. One of the things he says is when you wake up in the morning, if you can go outside and put your face into the sunlight, I think it's like 10, 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, it resets your circadian rhythms. So it's like 
like synchronizing your watches, it's a good idea. So anyway, so I've been doing that a lot lately. And for somebody that's basically a basement dweller most of the time, um, it's it's a good it's a good thing for me to be able to like kind of just skip out and get some sunlight. Actually, I got to hang out with the uh, the goat yesterday for a little bit, the great Annie Stoic, and she was telling me that sometimes when she's on tour, the buses will roll into venues and they'll go they'll be under the venue. The parking is under the venue in some places. And she'll do that for like three or four days in a row and she's like, You can't even find the sun. Like not only are you never outside, you wouldn't even know where to go look for it because you're constantly indoors. And I'm like, Yeah man, that's how the sleeve stacks got it <laughs> in the land of the lost, but so it's so it's super important, right? That kind of stuff. So I am enjoying that. Also just being out in nature is nice, right? Like there's a lot to be said. Like, yeah, there's allergies and stuff like that and tree pollen. But like, the more you're immersed in it, the better your body is at fighting those kinds of things. Plus, just the simple ability to just breathe new air, right? Like, you don't realize, like, how trapped your houses are. Like, we have airtight doors. We have airtight windows. We have HEPA air filters. We have all this stuff. We're breathing basically the same air. And I want to point out that I have two sons over the age of 20. And it's not like they don't fart in the house. So... I may not hear it or smell it directly, but I still know it's there. So me spending, you know, anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour outside just breathing outside air, especially in such a beautiful place like Long Island where everything is just kind of like ocean-based or wind-based, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of good air here. I mean, it's not like we're in Pennsylvania and they're fracking next door. Thank you, Governor Hopel, for continuing the ban on fracking. I don't really give a shit what anybody says that's pro-fracking. They're just idiots as far as I'm concerned. We don't need it, and it's dangerous. That's why we don't have earthquakes here, and they have earthquakes in Pennsylvania. (laughs) So anyway, I like all that, but the number one thing I like so far about the walk is it really is, um, I forget what comedian, I think it was Bill Burr that referred to the helicopter as the ultimate get the F out of here vehicle, right? Because it's just like, I don't like this, and you can just leave. Like, that's what it is. For me, when I get to a point where it's like, I have had enough of this, whatever the this is, is irrelevant. But the simple fact is, my walking shoes are right over there. If I'm super lazy, I'm already in my workout <laughs> shirt because it's basically just a shirt like this and gym shorts. I throw my shoes on and I'm literally out the door. And, you know, I don't really even decide anything until I'm out the door. I know that that is the first step of my journey. And then the very first decision I have to make pretty quickly is if I go left or right. And if I go left, most of the decisions are made for me. If I go right, I have a couple other decisions to make. But I like that. I immediately remove myself from the situation. I know it's going to be about 40 minutes. Sometimes I'm working on some problems, which is great. Like, I can just figure out, like, the, the issue I'm working on at work, or I leave some stuff running that I know is going to take a little while, or my little godsend of a robot that vacuums my office is going to vacuum under my desk because I was too lazy to pick up a couple of those peanuts that I dropped. Whatever the case may be, I am the F out of here, and it's an instant reset. I could not stress how important that has been for me and just the knowledge that it's there like the tool that it is is just like you know what i don't like what's going on right now i'm gonna forest gump my ass right out the front door and see what happens so anyway so i was saying a couple days ago that i've been really happy about the walking but i have not gone to the gym in about two i have not gone to the gym since i started walking i cannot say that anymore and i'll tell you what i'm glad you asked so this is what i did uh, I was saying that my arms are actually a little flabby. Like, I'm not trying to. Well, do this. 
So I'm not trying to show off. Like this used to be a lot bigger. Like this is like a, not a beefy bicep. This is like this is like a beyond beef bicep, right? Like it's made out of mushrooms and sponge and soggy cheese, right? Right. My tricep is not much better, but I used to have not guns, but I had like you know slingshots or whatever is just below guns, and I was fine with that. Like, but like I've realized that I'm thinning out and I'm starting to actually look. In my arms. I'm not thinning out in my gut. You know, the one thing I'm trying to do is not happening. But I'm thinning out in my arms and I'm starting to look a little bit like my dad looked. And it's like, all right, well, 50% of him is probably me. So I guess I should start treating my kids really shitty. I don't I don't know what I don't know what half I got. Um, but I was saying that I haven't been there. So, And I have all this stuff here. I just don't like doing it here for some reason. I have no idea what it is. It's my mental journey. I'll figure it out. But I have all this stuff. I just don't do it. So this is what I did the other day. So Tuesday, I go outside. It's beautiful. It's actually perfect weather. I got my hoodie on. It was cool enough to have my hoodie on, so I was psyched about that. Uh, so I just start walking. I, I basically go right, and then I start making some decisions, and I go over the bridge by my house, which is the bridge is over Northern State Parkway. And sometimes I just walk all the way around, like, White Post Farm and come up by Uncle Giuseppe. It's super embarrassing every Sunday when the soccer team is like, we saw you walking. Are you homeless? You know, and it's like, nope, not homeless. Just trying to be healthier, but thanks. Go out and you know, let's uh, let's go beat Elwood for a change. Uh, so what I decided to do is I walked to my gym. Yeah, I walked to my gym. I have my phone, so I have my ID on my phone. I went in. Uh, I peed, which was good. Uh, you didn't ask, but I did. That was awesome. But then I went into my gym and went upstairs. I did three sets of flies, and I did three sets of skull crushers. I was going to do the bicep curls, but there was some dude that just would not leave the machine, and he was doing 74 sets for some reason. I think if you're doing that many sets, you should free weight it, sir, but I didn't have time to argue. So I was able to do that, and then I walked out of the gym, and I walked home. And the whole excursion took me just over an hour, and I was like... I can't believe how good I feel for accomplishing, like, very little, like, in the scope of things. Like, it's not like the discoveries the James Webb Telescope is making every day. But for me, it was like, oh, my God, I just took care of everything that's wrong with me. I mean, I didn't solve anything, but I did kind of come up with possibly a solution. Because, to be perfectly honest, if I can speed that up and get that to exactly an hour or under, like, that's incredibly viable. That's an incredibly viable solution for me to do that to just walk maybe jog a block or two like do a little h-i-i-t because you know like when you interval like that like i can get to those neighborhoods and i can just run one block walk it run one block it'll probably shave a couple minutes off either side but if i up my pace overall and i end up like that i have this italian old italian guy that walks in my neighborhood like he walks faster than i drive like i want to get there when i'm 85 or whatever age he is he looks fantastic but that is definitely some life goals so i was able to do that so i got all of these things i'm listening to tom segura talk to this uh this fitness guy who's making nothing but sense by the way so i'm learning all that i walk to the goddamn gym i work out my chest which still hurts from the flies by the way just thank you for asking just going to say like just how out of shape they are but I then I walked back I got the sun on my face I got a good sweat I got a whole lot of work done afterwards because first of all I was super amped up for the walk so my mind was clear it was like not dealing with anything I like felt good like it was a really good moment in a series of not usually so so good moments so I am only telling you this because I had a positive experience and it's not super common and if that inspires anybody else to have a positive experience of their own then, man, I am all for it because I really, really am. Because if we can just squeeze out 
you know, all the bad stuff, because we're all going to have bad stuff all the time, right? Like, we live on Earth. It's a bad time to be alive. None of us are billionaires, as far as I'm aware. So we're all carrying our own baggage. So if we can just find these good moments of success, holy shit, man, that seems like the goal to me. So I am all for it. If anybody wants to walk to their gym and, uh, you know, tell us all about it, we're here Roughly every Thursday, approximately noon to two, you can join the chat and tell us everything you want. But in the meantime, I didn't even get to housekeeping because I was so excited about that story. I didn't even know I was going to talk about until about hmm, one second before I started talking about it. But that's kind of the way we roll here on the box. Ain't that right, Jimmy? It's always a no. Yeah, well. <laughs> You're going to be a slave to the voices in your head. You might as well have some data to remember on board. Am I right? The Segway game is on 